stone vet, stone vet, stone vet, stone vet, stone vet, stone vet. The stone, the stone vet, the stone vet, the stone vet, the stone vet, the stone vet. I hit the ground running. You guys, you guys are listening to the number one top Marine Corps podcast in the entire world. I got the trophy to prove it. Well, not yet. I'm still waiting on it, but you'll see it before too long. I ain't gonna lie, man. It's Wednesday, man. I just, I love that you guys are here on this hump day. For me, it's my first day of work. <laughs> I took some leave, but some of you guys, you guys don't even work. Like Brady don't work. She don't do shit. She sits at home all day. What? <laughs> Where is she? Recoil, is? recoil, recoil over here. He don't do shit. He play video games all day. He don't do shit. <laughs> I'm just playing with you guys, guys. So it's gonna be a great episode today. Like I tell you guys, my Wednesday episode. You guys already know this is my political episode. I tell you what's going on in our country, how I feel about in our country, and a lot of shit that that we deal with as veterans on a regular day, man. I'm bringing two amazing guests on my show today, man. I'm bringing DV Recoil from DV Recoil Gaming. This is he's my brother dude he's here in oklahoma with me he does dv he does gaming he's a gamer he plays all them crazy ass shoot them up driving cars games he does all kinds of games man and i got brandy a lot of you guys may not know brandy but miss brandy here she was one of the top finalists for miss veteran right miss veteran america is that right brandy i am the hot mom of the year award winner for 2020 there you go guys <laughs> there you go top 25 finalists this super excited man so we're we gonna be getting into a lot of things man first off i want to give a don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button remember i tell you guys like share subscribe don't forget to hit that button and i want to give a huge shout out to my sponsor happy hemp place dude elevated solution elevated hemp solutions dude i tell you guys all the time if you want to get a good quality CBD product, go check them out, dude. They got amazing products, man. They got lotions, bombs, tinctures, gummies, flour. You name it, they got you covered for all your CBD needs, man. I need you guys to go over there and start buying some products, dude. The more products you buy, the more they help the Stone Vet continue with the show, dude. Like I said, I can't do it without my paid sponsors. And my paid sponsors can't do it without you guys supporting them. Remember when you go over there to... When you go over to Elevated Hemp Solutions, when you go to check out, you know, they got that little thing, promo code. Type in VTT25 off and you get 25% off your entire purchase, dude. Super excited about that, dude. That's a big chunk, dude. 25% off your entire order. Dude, that's a big chunk, homie. Get over there. Your holidays are coming up. Why don't, you get, why don't you bless somebody with a little bit of CBD in their life and try to help them with some gummies, some of those amazing Delta 8 gummies or even some flour, dude, that they can mix with their THC. So today, guys, today, today, today is a bad day in the veteran community, man. So the things that we suck, that we understand, right? We hate, we hate reaching out for help, right? As a, as a veteran, we hate reaching out for help. And that's one of the things that we do struggle with, guys, is that we, we don't like asking for help. We hate asking for help. Me personally, as a veteran, I hate asking for help. I, I tremendously do. I hate asking for help, you know, and so what I what I want to talk, I want to, I'm going to let DV Recall bring this in, dude. DV Recall had a brother, a brother in arms, makes it even worse. He had a brother in arms seeking help, and they got turned away, man. DV Recall, why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened today to you and 
why the hell we hate asking for help? Oh, man. You're going to get me started on this one. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts because it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride. And unfortunately, something that we have to deal with exactly like he was saying. It's sad. I hate to see it. I'm upset. I'm angry. Why is that? Why is it that when somebody comes and asks you for help, you end at the end of this whole situation, you end up upset and angry? Well, I'm going to tell you why, guys. One of the biggest things that I see, you've got organizations that say that they're all for the veterans, that they're going to help the veterans and this and that. And you see them raising funds and stuff all the time. You guys have heard me say, if you catch my live streams, we are very selective on who we use for charities. This is an exact reason what happened today on why I'm very, very careful for who I select for my charity that I give money to. Because anybody can say, we help. Now, the problem that we get into is, we'll take your donation, but what are we going to do with that money? How are we going to help when we get it? I'll tell you guys, I, I ran into this problem today and, you know, I'm, I, and I sit here and I talk about it and I'm still so, so damn angry about the whole situation. I tried several organizations. Um, those of you that know a little bit of my, of, of my past know some of the organizations I was involved with uh, in the past. There's a reason I'm not involved with those organizations anymore, but we're not going to get into that because, well, you know, legal reasons. So we're going to skip that. But when you go to a charity that is all about helping veterans, supposedly, you know, they rake in 50, 60, 70,000 a year in donations. And then they turn somebody away because they had previously maybe helped them with like $200. But then they say no, when you've got kids in the house, your electric bills are off, this and that. Didn't offer any other forms of, hey, try this or try that. It was just a straight up, sorry, can't help you. You know, you get into those situations, it's like, well, then what are you guys doing? And I know there's more of them out there. Um, me personally, unfortunately, I spent hours on the phone today trying to help this individual, this, this brother of mine. And everywhere I turned, I got told no. The biggest problem that I ran into was these groups are all about disabled veterans, which I mean, by all means, I'm all about disabled veterans. I'm all about helping disabled veterans. But what about those ones that were lucky enough not to get injured? What if they fall on hard times and they need assistance? Where do they turn? Because you can't turn to groups. And, and this one I'm going to name and I don't care. Um, let's say, for instance, you were National Guard. You did eight years which is the case for this individual. And we turned to the American Legion for help. And the American Legion basically said, go fuck yourself. You're not a veteran. I mean, how does this happen, guys? I mean, this is a direct correlation and it might be an unpopular opinion, you know, and this is, and I'll say it, uh, Wisconsin National uh, American Legion did not want to help him because in their eyes, he was not a veteran. He's good enough to be a member of their post. He's a vet, he's veteran enough to be a member of the post good enough to donate dues to, but wasn't good enough to get assistance. All because he was National Guard, never got called up on orders. Which, in fact, he did get called up twice, but orders were canceled. So he didn't have to go anywhere. And God willing, he didn't get injured during his time, so he doesn't have a service-connected disability. But got turned away for help from one of the biggest organizations that's supposed to help. And people wonder 
why we have that pandemic, and I'm going to call it that because that is exactly what it is, of 22 veterans a day that kill themselves. Because they tell people, reach out. If you need help, reach out. Well, they reach out and they get told no, or they hit roadblocks. And you wonder why there's a record number of us killing ourselves every single day because they have nowhere to turn. It's got to change, guys. It's, it's got to change. No, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. That's one of the biggest struggles that we have, dude. It sucks. It sucks, man. This is why this is why I brought Brandy on the show as well because I spoke with Brandy earlier because she was having some issues apparently with one of my brothers. I don't that's a whole different story. We won't talk about that. <laughs> but Brandy Brandy said that she she's had to deal with a situation like this as well with the nonprofits out in this the, the nonprofit world that they say, Hey, I'm here to help you, right, Brandy? It wasn't that isn't that correct? I do. <clears throat> One story is going to probably upset you more than other. Um, one is my personal story as far as what happened to me when I truly needed assistance and I actually became a homeless veteran. Well, actually, I was active duty <laughs> at the time and I needed assistance. And they basically said, flat, you weren't deployed. We can't help you. Sorry. You got injured overseas, but it was the wrong overseas. Um, I was in England. I um, almost lost both legs in my right arm due to malpractice. I had arterial blood clots and they said, you don't have blood clots. You're just fat. I was skinnier than I am now, might I add, <clears throat> at this time. And they blew off my legs. They turned purple. I couldn't use them anymore. I was literally propelling myself with office furniture because I couldn't walk 10 feet because I had 30 centimeters of clots in each leg right at that time. Um, literally, in my arteries. Like, people die with, like a, like, a centimeter, a millimeter. And I had 30 in each leg. And at over six weeks, they ignored it. And so for me, I had to be, I had my whole leg was basically cut apart. I had a, a bilateral fasciotomy, I had a, a necrotizing fasciitis. They cut a big chunk out of my leg. They had to uh, rip open my, like almost like a seam of pants um, just to take out my greater saphenous vein because all my arteries failed. Um, and I needed help. Um, I had to be aerovac I was aerovac from Lonshul in on August 4th, 2009. And when I got stateside, um, my husband at the time, he was given um, two weeks to get me settled in. And we had to beg for those two weeks. And we had no, like, he had no family, no friends. We didn't know anybody there. At, when we went to Lackland, they said, there's only three vascular surgeons in the military. You can choose here, here, here. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm Air Force. And yes, I'm going to hear everyone, wheelchair force. The only wheelchair, well, only chair I got was a wheelchair, brothers. Sorry to disappoint y'all. But don't worry, BB recalls Air Force Two. It's cool. I can get the Air Force people on here. <laughs> well, I had to clarify. Sorry. I went on ground style once. It's a habit. But um, so literally, um, no one wanted to help me from like when I was getting off of the AeroVac, um, they had confiscated my wheelchair. And they were basically like, get up. But I was like, I can't. Like I have 17% circulation in my legs, brother. Like I, I wish. I, I want to jump off. I, because I, I physically can't like, and they had me up like five feet up on a rack. So I can't make that jump anyways. Like I'm like five feet three max. Like, but like they just, they didn't want to take care of me. So my commander at the time when I was in the ICU had reached out to the Fisher house and he said, you know, I have a troop. She's in need of your help. She's not from here. And until she gets situated, she's going to need somewhere to stay. And they said, flat out, you didn't deploy. We don't, we will not help you. And I was like, what? Like, I, I can't even make it to my appointments. I don't even have a wheelchair at this, but we, we actually had to steal a wheelchair from the Lackland ER because I didn't have one for three days because they wanted to admit me rather than give me a wheelchair. 
And I was like, um, no, that's, that's hard pass. Like I just spent six weeks in a British hospital. I want the fuck out. However, I did, I couldn't drive myself to appointments and the building, the air force building they put me in had such bad mold. I was getting physically nauseous because I was on so much morphine and I couldn't stay there. Like it was up the wall. They condemned it shortly afterwards, but I literally had to stay on a couch of a friend of a friend for three months, four months. Cause the air force said, don't call us. We'll call you. And I was like, the kind of shit, like I'm still in. And so like they, they flat did that. Um, and nobody called me. The reason they did was because my commander had a PCS to the same duty station and he ran the entire neurology department and he kept asking for me and they got tired of telling him like bullshit. So they actually had to like, look for me, but I mean, no one would help me and I needed, truly needed help for months. And I was homeless because of it. And it was just frustrating because I was like, I guess I thought when I, I raised my right hand that it meant like till death that they would support me because I was supporting them that way. <laughs> and like it to, to be the floor to drop out, like the Red Cross, like they said that they gave me a loan or they gave me, a, they said, we'll give you money. And then they said, no, we want that money back a year later <laughs> because it was so expensive. Like my ex was having to drive an hour every single day, like to see me after they, cause they've forced them to deploy the night I was admitted to the hospital. Yeah. And so like I had nobody there. So like they were trying to like take, cause in England, the Vodafones, their British phones are very expensive. So like you can run up a bill real fast. So Rico were, knows about all that. Rico yeah. knows all about Britain. He knows of all yeah, about he that. Knows. <laughs> were you REF Lake and Heath or Milton Hall? Milton Hall. Yeah, I was right there. Like, you know, those two lines where the daycare is like, if you miss the daycare and you do that cul-de-sac, I was, I lived in that house, that general's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know right where it's at. Yep. New York close. People used to actually um, back into those lines every day, and they never dented once. We used to name them Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, <laughs> They're I like thousand-pound lions. I used to live um, Beck Row right across the street from it, the group of houses exactly. that they built. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's where I live. That is. We used to have a lot of parties there. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> good times. I mean, some, some good times, but yes. But my second story is with working with a veteran nonprofit. So I worked with one in San Antonio. Um, it was a, a Marine Corps based nonprofit and I was coming in as the female arm of the nonprofit because didn't know how to deal with women. Like he, it was just awkward. I was like, you know, there's, there's a certain way you approach women that you wouldn't a man, like, you know, like sometimes approaches everything with veterans in need, you know, we need to focus on these programs. And literally I found out after working with him for a while, cause he had a recording studio and he would let veterans record there. And, and what he did was he was keeping the rights, to, he was keeping the rights to their music and not telling them. And so like, there was one that actually was trying to sell hit to a country uh, music artist, right? Cause he's a songwriter and he would collect, I mean, he has like the best recording studio in this area. He lives out in Spring Ridge and <laughs> like, no one never goes out there though. No one records with him. You never actually see veterans getting help, but you always see him asking for donations. So it's exactly what it is you're talking about. And so many veterans need that therapy because it really does help veterans with PTSD. That's why I signed on. But when I learned that, you know, that was happening and other things, um, you know, I didn't want to be part of it anymore. You know, we actually even appeared on Grunt Style. Like I went on American Grit. Like, like that was my first podcast. Like I wasn't ready. <laughs> but <laughs> I jumped in the deep end of that pool. Like I didn't even know what the hell podcast really was. But um, back then. But yeah, I mean, it's very frustrating to see. Um, it's heartbreaking because, I mean, you, you know, um, Juan's right. Like us as veterans, you know, we do more with less. We suck it up, buttercup. We don't want to ask for help. And when we do, it's like dire straits. We're asking like a leg's cut off, basically. 
We have no fun. We have zero in the bank. The lights are off, you know, because we're trying to fight to the end. And unfortunately, people don't understand the urgency that's, I guess, intrinsic with nonprofits and why it is they're, they're supposed to be helping. And a lot of times the civilian population, they don't know how to help veterans, but they just know right. they need to help. And, unfor- and it's a tax write-off, like in some instances. I mean, let's be honest. But I mean, but at the end of the day, like they give money to organizations because they sound good on paper. You know, they're not necessarily doing the work, but they made a badass video, right? Um, Some asshole from Black Rifles worked with them, so they look cool. Or, you know, like, they do something, and it it looks better than really what it is. And they can get all these sponsors that are corporate or civilian-based, and they don't understand what to look for. And that's why I wish there was almost, like, guidelines that could be published or out there that people that don't exactly know what they're dealing with with military nonprofits can look at so they know what to look for. So they're not putting their money into the wrong place because there's so many nonprofits that get burned because of the fact that one of those nonprofits was before them. They took advantage of that sponsor. And so they're basically like, I'm not doing no more veteran stuff. And that nonprofit is out and they're legitimately helping veterans. You know, so for me, like, that's why I ran uh, for Miss Veteran America, because they help um, homeless women veterans and their children, because that's a big issue with women veteran homelessness is that um, if you're not saying that the hood housings, um, the HEDs, um, really like you're, and they do the counts at night and a lot of women with MSTs, they don't want to stay there because they don't feel safe for their families, but they don't consider women veterans couch surfing to be homeless. So they're not eligible for any benefits to get them anywhere. And so it's frustrating to see like some people where they have like, there's like a meme out there where it's got like, you know, Hey guys, I'm, I'm having a, a fundraiser and it's got one dude with like all these gold chains and shit on. And it's very true. Oh <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? yeah. But like, honestly, like, I think that it, I really wish that there was more guidelines or like a a better source. So people that were looking to donate and would go to the right people that were really, truly helping veterans like soldiers, angels, they're amazing. You know, like they do a ton of work and they work with a ton of different agencies, but a lot of people don't know about them unless you know a person that knows a person or you're very deep in the veteran nonprofit community. You know, but they actually helped me when I was there back, like, because I had a big skin graft on my ass, literally. Like, they <laughs> literally, like, they said inner outer thigh, that's not thigh. And so, like, because they had to cover, like, was, I had a, a wound from my knee to my ankle, and they had to cover it, the bone, because it was down to the bone. And so, they had to cover it, and so, I kept going through pants, and they had to donate pants. And they donated it, and I was just like, you guys have that here? And I almost cried, because, like, I was just touched that they were there when I really needed it. You know, and I think that a lot of veterans can relate to that. Like some, there are some good nonprofits out there, like Operation Tattooing Freedom. They're doing amazing things out there for veterans with PTSD. You know, um, Final Salute Inc. They're doing amazing things. You know, there are so many out there. You know, VRS. We're standing up the Hero Program to help veterans and fighting and making. You know, but honestly, it's you know America Flex with yoga and yoga therapy. You know, there's so many out there that are doing good things, but they're getting overlooked because people are frustrated. They're getting burned, like what. TV recoil is saying, you know, because they're just like, you know, fool me once, shame on me, you know, or you, uh, fool me twice, shame on you. Like, that's how right. it is. Absolutely. Oh, other way, I think I said it wrong, but damn it. I did, <laughs> I did it, but I did the George W. Yeah. We knew what you meant. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you get it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, but I totally agree with you, though. You're absolutely right. 
No, absolutely. I mean, and that, this one thing Rick, me and Rico was talking about earlier, and I know Rico was going off. He was like, "This, I'm about to say something." And so I was like, "Let's go on. Let's go on Vets Trash Talk and let's bring it up because this is the, this is definitely one of the things. This is this is definitely one of the things that we deal with, right? One of the things we deal with is we hate asking for help. We hate asking people to help us. As a veteran, I hate asking for help. But it's like Brandy's saying, right? There's so there's so many different nonprofits out there, right? You know. And, and a lot of people are like, well, where do I donate my money? Where do I donate my money? You know, I thought I was donating my money to a good cause. I thought I was donating it to a good cause, you know. And that's what we always tell people. If you're going to donate, make sure you know where the money's going. Like Dave, like Recoil was saying earlier, he's like, I'm able to see the books and how much money they have, you know. And like some 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 nonprofits are fortunate, you know, like, you know, Wonder Warrior and fucking all these other these big name nonprofits. That the name brand know, right? nonprofits. Mm-hmm. You know, the big name yeah. of nonprofits. But you have to look. I mean, my brother, Brian Haxton, he's got fully baked vets. A lot of people a lot of people are still stuck on the stigma on cannabis. Right. I am the stone vet. I am Sergeant G from the stone vet USMC. I believe in cannabis and I believe the medicinal benefits that cannabis can provide. I can believe I can tell you how great it is to be off pharmaceuticals and using medicinal cannabis to help with my anxiety, my depression, my PTSD. And so this one of the things if you go over to fully baked vets i think their website he's 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 redoing the website because it has to be hipaa compliant if you guys didn't know about this there is a guy going around suing websites for not being hipaa compliant are you serious <laughs> i swear you know, to, ten, you know that's a ten thousand dollar fine a page yes someone and that's why that dude someone needs to get him back like i'm that's not cool and, like and there's so, enough running around actually doing hipaa that need to be fine and he's wasting his damn time he no. is but but he's winning because they're not hipaa compliant and he's winning so he's winning so mr that's brian true. haxton over at fully baked vets is ensuring fully baked vets website is hipaa compliant and it's a lot of code and a lot of things but he is doing some amazing things in the veteran community, right? He's already started a 501c19. He's got his 501c3. He's working nonprofits, and he's actually driving around. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. He's actually driving around Jacksonville, Florida, picking up veterans and helping them with housing, helping them with food. And the money that he's raising is going back to the community, going to our community. And it's like Rico was saying, he, he reached out to a non-profit and they told him no several several actually you know and so but tell it tell us a little bit more recall of what you encountered today and why we need to do some research and we need to figure out we need to grow our community and reach out to the brothers and sisters that we know that will help us well i mean it all just boils down to to doing your research man i mean yes there are only non-profits out there that only do disabled veterans. And and that I understand. I mean, there is, you know, there's a lot of us that do need help that are disabled. But like I was saying earlier, I mean, there's a lot of us that, like I said, God willing, did not get injured that need assistance as well. I mean, they're they're no less. We all raised that right hand. We took that oath. Yes. And it should be, you know, if we're going to take care of the community, it's got to be that community as a whole. Sure. If you want to do just a disabled veteran charity, that's fine. You know, you do you, boo-boo, but at the same time, you got to look at where your money's going because if you want to help the whole entire herd, so to speak, you know, you need to find one that that takes care of everybody, not just those ones. And what gets me about it is, you know, the ones that have a service connection, we draw disability. So I'm not saying that they don't need it. That's definitely not what I'm saying. 
It's just, it'd be nice to see somebody do something for somebody that's not drawing disability because you, you get so many people that just turn you away for assistance because you don't have that stigma hanging over your head that says I'm disabled. And that's I mean, combat that. injury. That's what I get. <laughs> right. Like, I'm disabled, and, assholes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the stigma that it seems to be. It's like, there's so many out there that do disabled only. And when you get somebody that's not, that doesn't meet that, you know, it's, it's really, really hard to, to help that person find assistance. I mean, I, hell, I was on the phone for, I don't know, six, seven, eight hours. I never did find anybody to help him. Never did. The only reason that I was able to get him help is because of one of the viewers from my live streams that's been there since pretty much day one for me. And I won't name him because I don't know if he wants to be named, but he came out of his own pocket. $1,500 out of his own pocket to help a brother in need. But I can't get an organization that says that they help to help, but I can damn sure get somebody else to. Well, if there are any organizations that are listening in that really feel that they could maybe like put their information out there, like in the comments or reach out to us so we can actually let our veteran viewers know that maybe our need, especially right now during COVID. I know a lot of people are getting that COVID excuse too. I mean, please do so. So that way, you know, we're not having to do all this craziness just to help our brothers and sisters in arms when there are plenty of resources that are out there. Yeah. And that's the bigger thing too. It's like <clears throat> what, what legislation or whatever the case may be needs to change as well. What defines a veteran? Are you telling me that the national guard isn't a veteran? Correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they went to the same basic training. They went through AIT they did their time there. Some got deployed, some didn't. They still go on the weekends and do their job just like we did, but not full time. I mean, so what really defines a veteran? That's the big question that we need to be looking at too. Like if they're held back by legislation, then that shit needs to change. You can't just say, well, sorry, you know, you can be part of the American Legion because you're a veteran, but when you need help, you're not a veteran. That shit doesn't fly with me. And it's very concerning to me when you have a group that's on such a national level that states, oh, yeah, we'll help you this and that. You know, we pay our membership dues and stuff. Well, the membership dues go to, you know, helping out and this and that. But but when it comes time that somebody needs it, you're shit out of luck, bro. Sorry. Right. You know, right. That's what we need to be focused on. No, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that is. That's that you, you guys know. If you guys watch my show long enough, like I said, I'm over 100 episodes in. I've been on Veteran Trash Talk for I don't know. F- I'm working on 40 episodes. I think it's episode 47, 48 right now. Almost 50 episodes in, and you guys already know how much I tell you guys that you have to build your community. You have to build your network to where it's beneficial for you. Because, like I said, we hate asking for help. Me personally, I hate asking for help. I hate asking. I hate reaching out to anybody asking for help, man. Like recently, I just went out and I helped a brother in need. I went out and helped him. He needed to move a soda machine. And I was like, fuck, dude. Uh. I told him, I said, you can call me, dude. I'll come and help you. So I went out and helped him move a soda machine, you know? And then for whatever reason, he came out. He started handing me all kinds of shirts and coffee and all of this. And I was like, Dude, you don't have to hand me anything. It's my pleasure to come out here to help you because you're where in need, right? When I go to help somebody, I don't want anything in return. I just want you to know that I came and helped you, that I was there to assist you when you needed help. Because one day I will need help. 
I will need help with something eventually. I will because I'm not my life's not perfect. Nobody's life's perfect. But one day I will need help and I need to know who I can reach out to. I need to reach out to my community and my network. You guys know it. Recoil knows it. Brandy knows it. I've got a huge network. My network stretches across the country from California all the way up to Maine. I got people. I know people. East Coast, West Coast. I know a lot of people. And that's why I told when Recoil reached out to me, I was like, let me see if I know anybody in the area. I've got people all over the country that I associate myself with. You know, so like I tell you guys, we hate asking for help. We definitely do. I, I recall, I guarantee your brother didn't. You didn't even know until his last minute, right? Fuck recall, you did it. The other, you did it not too long ago to me, to me and freaking Patriot Cannabis. Too long ago, you didn't ask for it. We had to <laughs> dig and we find out. We're like, well, why the fuck didn't yeah. you say something? Why? Because we hate asking for help. We hate yeah. doing it because we're veterans. We're proud to be veterans, and we'd rather do it ourselves and figure it out ourselves. But that's exactly. why we're here. That's why we're here is to help each other. Help each other any way we can, man. So we're coming close to the end of the show, Recall. Let's finish us. Uh, tell us what. Tell us any last-minute words and let people know how they can reach you and find you. Well, guys, like everybody was saying earlier, yes, I do run a gaming community. Um, you know, we play everything from Escape from Tarkov to Kerbal Space Program. You name it, we've probably played it, as long as I have it. Um, I've got a group of like four or five guys that stream with me as well. Um, some females as well. So I say guys, but you get what I'm saying. Um, so we've got, we've got that team going and, you know, basically what we do, the, the charity that I use is the DV farm. I use the DV farm because I've seen firsthand benefits of what they're doing. I know what they're doing and I feel comfortable sending my donations there. And that's because of all my viewers, you know, my viewers do the donations. I give them the web pages. I let them do their own due diligence research. Hey, if you don't agree with it, that's fine. You know, but I put the stuff out there. Um, me personally, I trust them. Uh, that's one group that I will always continue to use and I will stand behind. So if you guys want to check them out, that's dvfarm.org. That's who we donate to personally. And of course, you know, like I said, we run a gaming community. You can find us on Discord. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So if you want those links, you can check us out on our, on our Facebook page. It's DV Recoil Gaming. You can find us there and come and join the community. We'd love to have you guys. Um, every day we're trying to build up that network of veterans for not only situations like this, but, you know, just to have fun and blow off steam. You know, I've always said video games was my outlet. Yes, I was Air Force make a laugh. Ha ha ha. But for somebody that does suffer, from post <laughs> yeah, see, she gets it. But <laughs> from somebody that does suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, video games has been my outlet guys. Um, and I have made a lot of really good friends from doing it. a lot of good people in the community. What happened today was just testament to the willingness of others to help others when they get no benefit from it, other than it's family. Yep. And that's what we're trying to build is just family. So if that's what interests you guys, come over, check us out, and, you know, join the family. Absolutely, bro. Appreciate it, Rico. I appreciate you coming on the show, spending some time with me on this on this hump day, enjoying the time together, and raising awareness, dude, because that's what it's about is raising awareness and helping educate people on what's around us, dude. We're in a time, time of COVID right now and a lot of people are needing help, right? Brandy, why don't you tell people how to get it, how to, how to find you and how to reach out to you if they need to talk to you? 
Well, I have a podcast. Uh, yes, I am the veteran on VRS, Vet Radio Syndicate. I also have a Yes, I am the veteran podcast page on Facebook as well. So you can message me directly there if you have any questions or if you want to talk about something. I'd like to, uh, most of my podcasts have to do with things that do help the veteran community, nonprofits that really do help um, the uh, veteran community. Um, we uh, we just had uh, Mark Coleman on last week, um, and he was talking a little bit about his struggles um, and things like that. But we really uh, try to talk about uh, a large gamut of things that do impact the veteran community, um, especially, well, for me, um, I mean, I'm a woman veteran. I like to represent for the women veterans, but we also talk about things for the guys, you know, so I'm complaining, <laughs> but, you know, but really uh, that's uh, probably the best place to find me. Um, for me, I would say nonprofit wise, um, Final Salute Inc., uh, $25 houses a homeless woman veteran and her children for the night. Most women veterans um, that are given any sort of assistance through the VA, they only can bring like one child. Um, this actually houses all the children and they actually have like freestanding housing structures. They're, they're featured on Oprah and a lot of other, um, and I think MSNBC and many other agencies as well. Um, Salvation Army, I believe they donate uh, quite most of their income to direct uh, veteran related causes. And um, definitely last but not least, uh, Soldiers Angels, absolutely. I've uh, volunteered with them. I've seen how they uh, do everything in the warehouse. Not only do they help our brothers and sisters in arms that get injured downrange or in harm's way, um, because, I mean, a lot of times you don't think about it, but you don't have time to pack a bag when they're airbacking you. I'm just going to say that. Like, my ex packed <laughs> right. my bag and it was all fucked up. Like, I didn't <laughs> So they have everything a veteran would need, a shaving kit, soap, you know, just things to make you feel human, like clothes. Right. Right. You know, and it, they have packages at uh, VA centers as well. You know, they give a lot of socks to homeless veterans on the street. You'd be amazed. Like socks is like the first thing, you know, that they ask right. for is other things. But yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, good on you, um, DB Recoil, for being able to do that today and reach out and help your brother. Because a lot of veterans would have given up after 10 minutes in. Unfortunately, there's a lot of those fake friends or pseudo friends or friends of convenience where, you know, it's, it's beneficial to them. So they'll and deal with you. But when you need something, it's not the same. And it's not so much so in the veteran community, but unfortunately it still does exist. And it's quite frustrating to see because at the end of the day, we are a very small minority. So we should all band together rather than be dicks to each other. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's a whole different platform. That's a whole different thing. I mean, <laughs> it should be that way, but let's face it. I mean, we're always going to get that one dick. Or, right. or, or multiple there's like like a few um, in the box so, yeah. <laughs> that's the way it always is man I, that's why i tell people i say what sucks is that we're here to support each other but yet there's some of us that we you get the worst backstabbing from your own brother and sister and it sucks mm -hmm. you, you know i am a testament to that but uh, <laughs> you already you already know all that story we can't get into that but you know exactly what i'm talking absolutely about. absolutely so. man Awesome, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on the show, hanging out with me. We may have went a little bit longer. It'll be all right. You guys love listening to what's going on, man. Like I tell you guys, don't forget to hit that like, share button, man. Every every Wednesday, you get my episodes here, man. Super excited. This Friday, I got Kyle Killinger from Because He Is My Brother. If you don't know his story, dude, he's one of the few people that are walking across the country to raise awareness of the 22 veterans we lose every day, man. He's got a hell of a story. It'll be out this Friday. You don't want to miss that episode. He's doing some amazing things, dude. I mean, like I said, 
You have to find your brothers and sisters. You you have to build your network around you. Like I tell you guys, here in Oklahoma, I have an amazing network, dude. I got Jose Cinco. I got Kyle Early. I got Tracy Diane. I got Linda Steele. I got Joe Lewis. I got Ryan Saunders. I have an amazing community that I know who to reach out to. Travis Johnson's here as well. Amazing people in my community that know how to help me when I'm in need, right? DV recoils right up the street. Recoil knows. That's why he reached out to me. He's like, dude, I need some help. I need to figure out how to get this guy, how to get our brother some assistance. This is what I do. I, I connect people with the right with the right people. Like I said, don't forget to go check out DV Recoil. He, man, this guy, he plays video games all day. He'll do a video game in the afternoon, again at night. He don't do nothing else but play video games. Go check out his channel. Support him and support his nonprofits that he's doing, man. Like I said, check out Brandy. She's on Vet Radio Syndicate. She comes off. She comes on right after I go off every Thursday. I go on at 1900 every Thursday, and she comes in at 2000 right after me when I get done with my show every Thursday, man. She's got amazing guests as well, dude. Like I said, my community is massive. I love what I'm doing, man. Like I said, don't forget to go over to ElevatedHempSolutions.com. Happy Place Hemp's, dude. Christmas is getting here, right? You, you guys have heard it. You guys have seen it. It's going to take a lot longer to get your presents if you order them offline. The mail said it's going to take a lot longer to get your mail. The holidays are here. COVID's still killing everything and everybody's quitting work, right? Everybody's quitting work. Go check out Elevated Hemp Solution. I'm looking at the website right now. They got some pretty flour and this gummy paradise is amazing. Full spectrum CBD gummies to go along with some Delta 8 gummies as well. That Delta 8 is just that little bit of THC to get you over the top to make you feel real good and comfortable at night, man. Don't forget to go check out Veteran Trash Talk Store. Get you some swag, man. We got to start seeing more pictures of you guys wearing the gear, right? Quit being a trigger pansy. Our country's gone triggered and they're all pansies now, dude. Stand up for what you believe in, man. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Brandy, Recoil, thanks for coming on this Wednesday with me. It's a great show, man. I appreciate I love what you guys are doing. Keep in the fight because without us advocating for our brothers and sisters, we're going to get washed away and we're going to get covered up and nobody's going to help us, man. We're here to help you guys, man. Remember here at the Stone Vet, we got you sick. We ain't training nothing, change by complaining. I adapt and overcome. I make the best out situations. I stay alert for my enemies trying to do me some harm. I fight for your freedom of speech and your right to bear arms. When I say I got your six, that means I got your back. But what else would you expect coming from the Stone Vet?